welcome to Mr. Biz Radio, biz talk for biz owners. During the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a leading business advisor and two-time best-selling author, will cover topics that will help business owners run their companies more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And um, we have a, and I know I, I, I don't say this too often, but we have a special guest this week, some, someone that has expertise and uh, is a guru in his space, as always, as, as almost all of our guests are. But we've never had someone like this on the show. And again, we've been on the show for, we're, we're working on almost six years now. So it's tough to find, you know, new angles, new guests, et cetera. But this week's guest, if you're listening, if you're obviously reviewing, you can see see him. But this week's guest is Mr. Rich Richmond, who is a drummer, author, speaker, and by the way, that's what he put in his bio. Uh, I did some research. He's also got acting credits. Okay, so let's just let's just not fake the funk here and just call him out on that. Drum Magazine voted Rich one of the 60 best rock drummers of all time, and he has played on get this one 29, not 28 not 25, 29 number one hits. If that's not impressive, I don't know what is. Let me read some names. You might recognize, I don't know, maybe one or all of these names. And these are only some of them. I just pulled some of these off. Jason Aldean, Carrie Underwood, Ludacris, Kelly Clarkson, Brian Adams, Bob Seger, Garth Brooks, Chris Stapleton, Jewel, Miranda Lambert, Luke Bryan, Alabama, Keith Urban, and many, many others. So we're going to talk with Rich this week about, um, he's also a small business owner. Um, we're going to talk with him a whole about a bunch of whole about a whole bunch of different things. Rich, welcome to Mr. Biz Radio. Alex, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So I, I got to tell everyone. So I met Rich, gosh, I mean, it was what, uh, I want to say it was December. Um, here we are, uh, you know, uh, in May, uh, several months later, uh, trying to get things booked out and, uh, we were booked out a ways on the, on, uh, on the show, as well as I know Rich has got a busy schedule with all the his touring and doing all this other crazy stuff, acting. Um, I didn't even know about that until I was doing some, some uh, research for the show and some prep work or whatever. But um, Rich, why don't you, let, let's start with sort of your, your entrepreneurial journey. So how did you even get into drumming? Where did that all start? Sure, man. Um, well, you know, a lot of uh, musicians say this, you know, the drums found me, you know, I saw a drum set in the corner. My uncle had an old drum set and I knew exactly what to do. You know, I was just like a, just a hyper kid. I mean, type a like comic book energy, man. And my parents, God bless them, Richard and Patricia Redmond, they were a nurse and accountant respectively, you know, retired in Florida as they should. And uh, they, you know, I'm a Connecticut kid. They were like, this kid's got so much energy. And my dad's like, Hey, do you want to play the drums? I think my dad secretly wanted to play the drums, but he's like, let me live out my rock and roll fantasy through my son. So he got me lessons and I learned how to hold the sticks. And then I you know, was playing along with Kiss records and Queen records. And then I just kind of just fell in love with it at such a young, a young age, kind of found my passion, found my purpose. I kept investing with myself. I ended up getting a master's degree um, in, in music education and percussion and jazz from the University of North Texas. And um, just one handshake leads to another party to crash, which leads to another opportunity. And then every time you get an opportunity, you try to knock that sucker out of the ballpark. And uh, if you're doing the right thing with a smile on your face and a firm handshake, you know, opportunities come your way. It's been an amazing, amazing journey. I've seen the world for free. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Uh, I'm, 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 I got to be honest, I'm a little jealous of all that. 
Because I'll tell you, Rich, uh, funny side note to this. You, you mentioned, so it's funny you said your, your parents are a nurse and an accountant. So my undergrad's in accounting. My wife's a nurse. So I, I, I'm, already, I'm wow. already relating. I'm already relating. Um, but no, sure. so completely random off story. But you, you, you said you think secretly your dad wanted to be a drummer, right? So we got years and years ago, we've got, you know, three, three girls. We got um, video game set and we got rock band. And let me tell you, I, I know it's nothing like playing real, especially guitar, um, but I started playing that and I got hooked on it. And I was like, pretty much I'm a badass. Like I could be a rock star. Like I, you know, I was, <laughs> I was completely convinced because I was killing it on rock band. Like I could do this, man. In reality, I have zero talent whatsoever, but nonetheless. Um, so I can relate to that comment you made as well. But so how did it even start? Did you did you start playing? Did you play with like a, a some local bands and then kind of got a break or, or how did it all work? Yeah, that's kind of the journey. You know, it's like yeah, I'm more of like tra traditional training, what they would call like classical pedagogy, you know, where it's like I took lessons and I really practiced. And then in school, you know, you join the fifth grade band before you know it, you're in the marching band and the concert band and the jazz choir and the pep band and, you know, just doing everything you can in an academic situation. And then always playing on the weekends, you know, playing in rock bands and original projects and and you go to college and, you know, I was playing all sorts of amazing classical and jazz fusion music and just the most difficult music I've ever Frank Frank Zappa. Um, so really, I'm an overeducated rock drummer. I mean, my first, you know, uh, eight track was uh, Elton John's greatest hits. And then I fell in love with the, the MTV, you know, and the VJs, cute little Martha Quinn, you know, the police and Van Halen. I was like, that's what I'm going to do with my life. So I just kept investing myself, taking lessons joining bands, uh, trying to always surround myself with better musicians so I can climb the ladder and kind of rise to the occasion. And, you know, in 1997, I moved to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and I started working with a gal named Pam Tillis. Uh, she's Mel Tillis's daughter. And first time I had a salary, first time I had a drum tech, first I had somebody setting up and tearing down my drums, somebody giving me a water. Here you go, Mr. Redman, here's your water, here's your Fiji. And um, <laughs> it was so fun. And, and then I met a, a young Jason Aldean. He was a songwriter at Warner Chapel Music. And we started doing showcases for him. And we probably showcased for 40 record labels. And Nashville finally got the deal. You know, he championed the same group of guys. We finished each other's sentences. Uh, been playing on played on all 10 of his records all 30 of his number one songs and we've been doing it nonstop for god 18 years together it's pretty incredible yeah that is that is incredible so i gotta ask tell us like one thing because we're you know there's plenty of us out there including mr rock band all-star right here that you know thinks <laughs> what is it like to, what tell us at least one thing that's either really good or really bad that we probably wouldn't imagine from touring. Well, you know, when you see the with a band on stage at the Enormo Dome or, the, you know, the summer outdoor festival, you know, you're just seeing the tip. That's the tip of the iceberg. Um, you're not seeing the, the person who's, suitcase has been packed for 25 years the person that sometimes has met a lot of just broken relationships or they're estranged from their kids because they're on the road all the time and it's just like you're you're in a mobile bed that's kind of like a coffin going down the highway and you see your bandmates more than you see your blood relatives and you don't know who's cooking your meal and then eventually it gets better and better the hotels are nicer the buses are nicer the catered meals are better somebody's setting up my drums i mean it, it really is you know you do that sweat equity in the beginning and then 
you know, life has been pretty cushy for the last, you know, decade. It's been really, really pretty amazing, but it's not for the faint of heart. You know, I, I, you know, sleeping on airport floors in the early days and eating ramen noodle and maxing out credit cards. I mean, that's just all. And when you're in a pursuit of, the, of your dream and you're trying to bring your dreams to fruition, that's a really magical time. I tell all my students, like, enjoy that time because it'll get easier. But then you'll look back and go, wow, that was such a great time when you're in the midst of your struggles and bringing your dreams to fruition. It really is. Yeah, I can imagine. And that's what uh, was so interesting when I first met you was there's so many correlations and we're going to talk about this in the next segment as well, but between what you have done and being a business owner and being an entrepreneur and starting a business and the crap that you go through and the trials and tribulations similar to what you just described, you know, in the music world of, of really rising up and having some crappy times and really struggling through some of that stuff and having some maybe some issues with work-life balance and things like that. So interesting stuff. Again, we're talking this week with Mr. Rich Redmond. You can find out more at richredmond.com, richredmond.com. Come back after the break. We'll get the Mr. Biz tip of the week and we'll dive right back in. And we're going to talk about Rich's crash program. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show, and it is time for Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And uh, this one's a little bit blunt. You know, some of them are. Sometimes, you know, I like to go old school on you a little bit here. Uh, the tip this week is if you are playing not to lose, I got bad news for you. You are actually playing a game that you will lose. You got to take the risks. We talked about this before. There are so, and, and one of my favorite ways to put that is there are plenty of flat squirrels in the road that couldn't make a decision. Do not be a flat squirrel in the road. You got to take some risks. You got to, you got to, you know, they say an entrepreneur, you jump off the cliff and you figure out how to build a plane on the way down. Um, sometimes you got to do that. So you can't be too conservative. If you're going to be too conservative and play not to lose in the entrepreneur, you know, startup business owner realm, you're not going to be successful. Uh, you're just not going to be successful. It takes much more than that. So that is Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. Uh, let's get back into talking with Mr. Rich Redman, drummer extraordinaire, author, speaker, and actor. I'm going to get to that as well. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit about, so I imagine your, your C-R-A-S-H program um, came from your book, right? Crash Course for Success. Is that correct? How did that all come Absolutely. to fruition? 
Well, you know, it's funny is, uh, you know, it's people love or they love or hate acronyms, but they're easy to right. remember. So crash stands for commitment, relationships, attitude, skill and hunger. So five things that anyone in any season of their life and any profession can use to enjoy more personal and professional success. And let's face it, both those things cross pollinate. You take the boardroom home, you take home into the boardroom. And, and it really just comes from, you know, it's a, I'm a drummer, crash, the crash symbol. So it's kind of easy to remember. But it's so funny. I've been doing motivational speaking for well over a decade and the book didn't come until like three years ago. It was just like uh, analysis paralysis you know, just like being a perfectionist, you know, we, we need to shoot for progress, not for, for perfection. But I, I was thinking, you know, my first book, it needs to be perfect. But then I look at other thought leaders like, you know, your Gary V's and your, you know, these guys, they just, they crank out books. And if there's a typo, there's a typo, you know, Grant Cardone doesn't care about that. He just wants to get the content out there. So I finally put that sucker out there. You know, you can get it on a dead tree version. You deliver it to your house from Jeff Bezos. You can have it on your iPad, or I actually recorded the audio myself at audible.com and, it's just fun. You know, there's going to be a lot more coming. I think that every entrepreneur, every speaker needs to have at least five offerings. People want to see those five books. So I need to get off my butt and write that next book. I actually just got commissioned to write a book on how to make it in Nashville as a, as a musician. So that's due in 30 days. So that's kind of my focus right now is to crank out that book. But, uh, but no, I've been a motivational speaker for a long, long time. And I go to Fortune 100 companies, everything from farmers to big pharma, uh, graduation ceremonies, um, K through three kids, I'll share my message in big companies like Cisco, uh, Microsoft, Hewlett Packard. Um, I do tourism bureau, uh, tourism board meetings. Like I'm heading out to Galveston, Texas, you know, tomorrow in the morning to go talk to the tourism board. And then I'm going to go speak to the Georgia Association of Manufacturers. And so it's a different audience every time. But the, the speech has got some nice pillars. It's got some nice tenants. I mix storytelling and motivation and music and humor. Uh, but at the same time, it's a customizable speech. So um, every speech is slightly different. And it's it's a very exciting thing. I love it. Well, I love what you said about progress, not perfection. So one of my good friends says that all the time because I am getting better at it. But that's one of the things as a numbers nerd accountant, you know, background, that's where I suffered from that. When I first left the corporate world, and was you know, starting out on my own, starting a business, that's where I was. And it was like, man, like you said, with a book, it's funny you mentioned Grant Cardone. So I, I uh, go to a lot of his events and everything. And it's funny, he said one of the first books he wrote, um, you know, was a bestseller. And he said he got all kind of haters saying, look, man, there's all these grammar errors in it. They're spelling, misspelling words. And he goes, look, I didn't say best written. I said bestseller. <laughs> so, right, right. Um, it's a, a perfect example of progress, not perfection, you know, get it out there. Um, it's funny, my last book, so I've got three, so I've got a couple more to go as well, Rich. Uh, but my last book that uh, I just put out, I procrastinated like a mofo. And sure. I'm like, I got to get this done. And so again, re, what you said related, I had committed literally to multiple people in multiple interviews that my book was going to come out on March 21st. So I'm like, the line's drawn. I'm not going to be that guy that comes back and says, oh, I didn't get it done. So long story short, I, from soup to nuts, wrote, edited everything, got to, started the book and got it done in 30 days. So nice. you definitely can do it. It's, it's doable. Yeah. There's a lot of, there was a lot of 20, 20 hour days in there or 20 plus hour days, but it got done. Um, yeah. But I agree with you. I think there's a lot, especially as a speaker, you got to have those books and you got to have them on different topics and things like that. I think that's critically important, but um, what does your, your CRASH, your crash program, what's that look like for, for people who want to go out and check it on your website, richredman.com? 
Yeah, if you go to richredmond.com, it's R-E-D-M-O-N-D.com. You could see kind of what I bring to the table as an offering for your company or your school. Um, and you could see all the clients. And it's just, it's really, really, it's, it's, just a, it's just a fun thing where we talk about commitment, you know, committing to your craft, getting those 10,000 hours. And 10,000 hours, easily. I, I, I'm sure I have tens of thousands of hours in the trenches. And uh, relationships, you know, uh, learning about how crucial relationships are in life and how we want to have, we want to cultivate and nurture lifelong, hopefully sincerely uh, beneficial, mutually beneficial relationships. And then realizing how important attitude is in, is in life. It's 99% of life and how enthusiasm is contagious and skill, you know, identifying the skills you need to be successful in your chosen field and then not letting the moss grow under your feet continually pushing and expanding. You know, the world is moving so fast. We have to run just to stand still. So keeping up with the Joneses and the last uh, piece being hunger, having that fire that burns in your belly to be successful and how passion is your engine and you fuel that engine with hard work. And if you've chosen the right thing that you're passionate about to monetize, it never feels like hard work, which allows you to work harder, which gives you a cycle of self-empowerment and never ends. So you put that together, you can use any one of these individual things individually, but collectively you'll be none uh, you'll be unstoppable i mean just use this crash it's easy to remember easy to implement and as far as a live event i've just realized people have no attention span so i, I there's no powerpoint i'm not going to wear khakis i'm not wearing a headset mic i am coming out i'm doing a rock drum solo it's a one-man rock show i'm going to play hit songs that you've heard you know, every hour on the hour for the last 20 years. And then I talk about a concept and then I play the drums again. And then I talk about a concept and I even roast the CEO of the company. I have him come up and I give him a mini drum lesson in front of all of his colleagues and employees. And it kind of is great for morale. Everybody leaves with drumsticks or a book. And it's just, I want to light that. I'm not the breakout session guy. I've done those, but I just like that one hour of impact where it's like, this is everything I got. It's like Jerry Lewis, doing lunch with Tony Robbins and animal from the Muppets is on the drums. And you put that into a blender and that's, that's my keynote. And it's not for everyone. You know, there's, there's been some very conservative companies that are like, Ooh, I don't know. This guy sweats too much. He's too crazy. But for the right companies, it's an awesome offering. Yeah. Well, you know, that sounds like you, you mentioned and put those three in a blender. Um, it, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine uh, that. That's, that's gotta be quite sure. It reminds me, <laughs> Are you familiar? Do you know, um, or have you, have you heard of Roddy Chong? Yes. Uh, is he a fiddle player? He's a uh, fiddle and violinist. Yeah. Was he, Sh with with Shania. Shania. he was with Shania. Yeah. 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 And he does a similar thing. He does keynotes, but he mixes in his keynotes with, and he's a very, I'll put it a uh, athletic violinist. Uh, yes. He's not just standing there, you know, classical playing, right? And he plays all the hits, like you said, and not just classical music. Um, he tours with the uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra as well every oh, year. Oh, that's so. a good one, yeah. But, nice. but he's got a similar type of approach, it sounds like, that you have in that, you know, he has great content and it's super energetic. Like he's not, again, what you would stereotypically think about. So, uh, so I was curious if you had known him or, or heard of him. Again, this week, we're talking with Mr. Rich Redman. And as he mentioned, it's R-E-D-M-O-N-D. -E you can find out more at richredman.com. Come back after the break, and he's going to tell us how to monetize creativity. Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free, even if it's a sophisticated funnel. 
Visit thepulsespot.com forward slash Mr. Biz for this exclusive offer. If you find listening to Mr. Biz Radio is helpful, imagine having live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also five other trusted business experts. It's true. You can have live access to your very own CFO, plus a business attorney, a website and digital marketing expert, a sales and growth guru, a financing professional, and a customer experience master. Visit MrBizSolutions.com to learn more. Join Mr. Biz Nation at MrBizSolutions.com. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. And I want to mention, again, RichRedmond.com. Go out there and check out. Follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. And, of course, he's got a YouTube channel as well. So go out and check that out. And another reminder, his book. Go check out his book. Uh, and the name of his book is... I just had it all crash course for success. As he mentioned, yeah, there you go. As he mentioned, uh, you can get it from Jeff Bezos. Uh, maybe not personally, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, maybe he would, who knows? Uh, Jeff might have some time on his hands right now. Um, but go ahead and check all those out and be on the lookout for, obviously he's got a book coming up. If you are a musician and you want to learn about how to make it in Nashville, um, he is a, the poster child for this, right? He's been there, done that. So I'm sure it'll be a, an amazing resource for anyone who's trying to, to, trying to get into that. So again, we talked a little bit during the first segment about, you know, really doing a lot of these things. And I think, you know, like you said, the smile, the attitude, let alone, of course, you have to be good at what you do, but um, you have to be skilled. You got to, can't be a crappy drummer, crappy musician and have a smile and have charisma and a plan to make it right. That might work for a little bit, but not, not long-term. Um, so, what are the, some of the things that you've used, Rich, to to monetize your creativity? Well, Ken, first of all, I apologize. I'm blind as a bat. I can't see if you're wearing a headset mic, but if you are, my thing with the headset mic is it always makes me feel like I'm in the Backstreet Boys and they're expecting Joey Fatone to go out and do like a dance number. So it always gets laughs at the events. I'm just so old school. I'm like a rant comedian when I do my speeches. I like to have that handheld microphone. It's, it's yep. so old school. So are we talking about monetizing our creativity? Is that, Was that the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how you, so obviously you, you know, again, you're, you're, you've done keynotes, you do keynotes, yep. you, you're a drummer, you got, you're an author, you're uh, like I said, a speaker um, and, and an actor. I keep bringing that up. So how have you been yeah. able to monetize your creativity? Sure. I mean, you have to just kind of look at your God-given abilities, your natural abilities that make you happy, that make other people happy, that affect people in a positive way and change lives. And everybody who has a purpose in life that they and they recognize that, something they're passionate about, hopefully they've written that thing down. The sooner you can find that thing in life, the better. So that's why when I talk to school kids, I'm like, what do you like, kid? I was like, I like sports. You could be a professional athlete. What do you like? Kid? I like video games. I was like, oh my God, you could just, you could design the video game. You could write the music for the video game. You could act in the video games. It's like, go, wow, yeah, anything is possible. So for me, it all started with the drums. That's my natural ability. That's my purpose in life is to bring songs to life, to be an entertainer. I'm an arena rock drummer who just got overeducated, really. And so so I went about this way to finally get on this path of doing exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to play Madison Square Garden and Hollywood Bowl when I was 21. I didn't do those things until I was 41. And that's a lot of time in the trenches. That's a lot of doors that are slammed in your face, roadblocks. You fall in love with the word no. 
you just got to dust yourself off. And then I kind of realized, all right, I love drums. This is what gets me out of bed in the morning. But what are some other natural talents? Well, I got the gift of gab. I'm a music educator with the two pieces of paper that can back it up. So I can author. I could teach in person. I could teach on a collegiate level. Um, I could teach online. I could create programs. I started consulting for Fortune 500 uh, companies and startups. Then I started designing musical products, doing the keynotes on a regular basis. And then I was like, you know what? I've always liked, you know, uh, um, the idea of being maybe like an actor in a horror film or like a comedic actor like John Ritter or something. And one day I was teaching at the Drum Channel, which is this educational institution in Oxnard, California. And the cameraman was filming me one day and he said, Rich, you ever think about being an actor? I was like, man, I've seen every episode of Three's Company like 72 times. And he goes, well, you are Lieutenant Paxton. And I said, I am Lieutenant Paxton. He goes, I need a Saturday this year where you can, you know, be this detective. And I was like, great. You know, I said, you know, I don't have any training. He goes, you are this guy. So I, you know, I, I learn my roles. I get a coach. I buy my outfits. I get my gun training. I do the whole thing. I show up on set, all professional actors. My first job, everyone's like, Hey man, that's great. Great working with you. You know, what are you doing next? And I'm like, um, I'm a drummer, man. I've never done this in my life. They're like, you got to do this. So one person seeing something that I didn't see changed my life forever. And then within five years at great expense, I studied improv comedy and uh, cold reading and dramatic acting in Los Angeles in the heart of Hollywood where everybody is a waiter and just wants to do one thing, which is act, which <laughs> raises your, you know, the raises the bar. And sure. in five years I got, I was in several horror films and I got to spar with Chris Maloney from Law and Order SVU on a show called Happy on the Sci-Fi Channel. And I got my SAG card. And I'm a SAG actor, which means I am serious. I am in the game. I could potentially have like a retirement plan if I get some more roles. And there's people that have been acting for 20, 25 years that I don't have their card yet. So it's just one more kind of like cherry on my creative pie. And ultimately, um, if you are savvy in business and you can use both sides of your brain, see a lot of creatives, they only know how to use one side of their brain. But if you can level the playing field and you know how to be diligent and disciplined and get up early and use social media and create a nice website and connect with people and and just learn how to return messages in a timely manner and run your business as a business. Every day I find myself in a cool creative situation, whether it be playing on someone's record in Nashville, Los Angeles, riding a tour bus, bringing the Jason L. Dean show to life from the back seat there, or maybe I'm doing an acting role or writing a book or teaching kids. It's just that my it's a dream. Every day is something fun because I run my business like a business, which allows me to do that fun thing every day. I think it's very interesting how you, again, it's it's like someone who starts a, a company, then they're they're making widgets. And yeah. you get you get 10 years into it and now they're doing seven other things. It's you've done the same thing on the creative side and built this business on all these things and just stacked on top of your creativity and your knowledge. And by the way, I love what you also said about uh creatives being a creative, be able to think from both sides of your brain. I've got some family members, some close friends who are just amazingly creative people. And I talk to them about their business and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how do you not understand this business aspect? Because that's, that's my side of things, right? My creative sure. side is like this big, right? Their creative side is this big. Um, and I don't, it, for me, it's so difficult for me to have a discussion with them about their business. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you not understand this? 
And right. I'm sure on their side, they're like, uh, you're about as creative as a rock. Okay. So just <laughs> back off, you know, and, and, um, and Ken, you know, it's a trade-off, man. You know, it's like, um, the only downside of what I do is that nothing I do can scale. Right. So everything I do is time is yeah. time for money. Right. Which means what I mean, you got to take really good care of yourself because the day I stop showing up, I mean, literally showing up and, and putting that, you know, using the sweat of my brow, you know, there, I have some mailbox money, which is fun, which comes from songwriting and product creation and book sales and kind of things like that. But when I see people go to shark tank and they've got this great widget idea, I'm like, Oh my God, this guy's great. He's going to live in a castle. He's going to retire at 40, but I don't want to retire at 40. I love what right. I do so much. That's really the only downside sometimes of creatives is that we have to show up with our sticks in our hand or plug that electric guitar in. That's the only downside. Yeah. Well, obviously you've done a fantastic job of continuing to build on that and you're, you can hear the passion, you know, as I'm talking with you, I, I feel it. I, I hear the passion. I could tell that you love what you do. And as you've been able to continue to stack on top of your base foundation of, of creativity and your expertise uh, as a drummer, you know, you've continued to build that. And, you know, I think so many people in your, in your side of the world never stack. And maybe it's because they don't think from both sides of the brain, but if they're a drummer, they're a drummer. If they're, you know, whatever they, if they're an artist, uh, a, a visual artist, they're a visual artist. They, they don't continue to build on that. I think, you know, leads to stagnation and things like that. So. Kudos to you for being able to build what you have. And uh, it's very amazing the success you've had. And oh my gosh, it's it's an honor to have you on the show, Rich. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I feel feel like your audience is in for a treat every day. I love to sit down with you sometime and you give me some business advice, man. That'd be fun. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, the next time I'm in, Na I'm in Nashville, I will look you up and we'll, we'll, we'll connect for dinner or, or, or a couple of beers or something like that um, and make it happen. Whiskey and cigars, let's do it. There you go. All right, so Rich Redmond, <laughs> Uh, richredmond.com again follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn and YouTube uh, guys thanks for watching thanks for listening and don't forget as always have a great week and cash flow is king this has been Mr. Biz Radio to learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation visit mrbizsolutions.com for access to free weekly content subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.